And a very, very good morning to all my usually motivated guests who are watching this podcast or watching or listening to this podcast or this uh, podcast video right now. Um, the day is, I actually don't know. Today might be February 14th. Um, a very happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Uh, I enjoyed it with my wife on Friday night. Um, and, you know, Saturday a little bit, but whatever the case is, we joined a little early because we're in Florida. So this is a very special edition of the Millennial Law Podcast, where we have the heaviest microphone in law, Elysium Studios, which one day will be, it will be named when I get done with my trademark fighting, currently. <laughs> so, um, very special episode of today's podcast, video, audio and video included. I am driving back from Florida, um, as some of you may already know. I participated in what I call the Freedom Trail, where I drove down to Florida, Freedom Trail 2021. Um, the theory behind it, it was on principle. The idea is that in my adult life, no one has ever helped me in anything I've done, ever. Um, I have always done everything myself. I've paid every bill. I've earned every dollar myself. And along the way, I've had a chip over my shoulder. Everyone has insulted me in terms of how my mannerisms are, uh, my accent, how I dress in the courtroom, all kinds of nonsense. And I have always prevailed in my life. Um, well, let me just say, I've not, I haven't won every fight, but I've always withstood any drama that came my way and made it out alive. So let's put it this way. There is no way in 2020 and 2021 that anyone, anybody in the government who has never helped me a day in my adult life is going to tell me how to live my life, going to tell me how I need to travel, going to tell me I need to wear a mask, going to tell me I need to get tested for this, get tested for that and protect me from myself and in the name of protection no one well first of all you will you never will have the right to tell me what is the best thing for me to do i'm an adult i'm a rational adult i'm a male that male rational adult i have lived my whole life and made every decision myself you will never tell me what's best for me i will tell me what's best for me all right number one and number two i'm simply put I'm not going to put on. I'm not going to be compelled and forced to put on some stupid mask that does absolutely nothing. Says it on the box. Statistically, scientific evidence, everything says the mask does absolutely nothing. It protects against big droplets, which that is not how COVID is transmitted. That is not how viruses are transmitted. So they can go to hell. That's not the point. So the point is of this video is I, I just really want to um, discuss the difference between Florida and New York. And honestly, you know, for all of you in New York who have who just forgot what freedom felt like um, starting March 7, 2020. I think that's when the executive order started. For all of you in New York who really forgot what true freedom sounded like, I mean, it's really a shame. Um, Florida reminds me of how wonderful it is to be able to walk out of your building, to be able to walk out of your house without restrictions, without a mask on, you know, without gloves, without a face shield or whatever it is your people are wearing now. Um, to go into a business without having to set reservations, without having to worry about a 25% restriction or a 10% restriction, depending on where you are. To go into a church on a Sunday, you know, without having to worry about, you know, everybody getting sick and without having to worry about, you know, getting fined. I mean, it's it's truly amazing because here in America, we really take, we take, this country takes freedom for granted. And, you know, a lot of you listen to this and think it's like cliche, Oh, uh, you know, that's what everyone says, blah, 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 and it's not true. No, you really do. So our grandparents, ancestors, parents, 
came in from other countries. You know, recently you had the fall of the Soviet Union in the 90s. Um, we're talking about 20 years ago. And, I mean, just how fast people's memory can get. You know, people left a lot of these countries, these former Soviet Union blocs, I mean, it came here because you had freedom. You didn't have, you didn't need, pa- now you do. You didn't need papers. To, in the Soviet Union, you needed papers to go from city to city to city. You know, you needed cards. You needed this, you needed that. You don't need that in this country. I mean, now it seems like you do what Cuomo's trying to do. But, you know, you don't, before 2020, you didn't, this wasn't even something you thought about. You didn't need these things, you know? And uh, in this country, we really take freedom for granted, you know? And, and you know, we've progressed to a point where, we're willing to even give up something as important as our individual freedom and sovereignty. We're willing to give it up, you know, to be safe, to be, to be, you know, be protected. To be, and like 2020 really was a year of absurdity, because what was funny was, you know, 2020 was the year that for some reason nobody died of the flu anymore. The flu had like a 95% decrease rate. You know, COVID was everybody. Everybody was dying of COVID, no matter what you died for, including my grandmother, recently. Um. I mean, it was, it, 2020 was definitely like an eye-opener. I mean, it shows the frailties of, of the American psyche. You know, we're no longer the country that preserves and respects freedom. We're not, we're not that anymore. Like, we're different. Well, at least in New York. So, and I think that's the point. That's the point, really, of this podcast, to let everybody know. So, I want to give you just my, you know, my own personal experience. You know, Florida does it right, you know. A lot of people, I mean, this, and this is controversial because what's going to, I know it's only controversial because of politics. So what's going to wind up happening is I'm going to post this video on YouTube. I'm going to post this video on Instagram. I'm going to post this video on Sound, SoundCloud, uh, the podcast on SoundCloud. And YouTube is going to block me. And Facebook is going to block me because when you say things that are anti-vaccine, anti-COVID, you know, or even question them, you get blocked. I mean, it's literally in their terms and conditions. It's literally in their boost regulation guidelines. I don't know if any of you realize, I have not, since I opened up this website, I have not boosted one, uh, I haven't been able to boost anything. I maybe, I think I boosted maybe one advertisement, but everything that I've wanted to boost, like cool stuff, like my podcast and my SoundCloud, all my cool things, I can't boost ever because they never pass the smell test. And no matter what it is, this won't pass the smell test. This won't be boosted. So, I mean... You know, you, you take you take the freedoms that we have for granted. You know, you don't. We let it. We let it go. We just we in New York. They just they're so everybody's so fine with it. It's they're so happy about it, and they're so scared. Everyone talks about this. Fine. Everybody talks about this. Everybody talks about that. You don't understand, guys, guys and girls. Like, I mean, well, let me get into that. Let me just go back to my original. Cause I I'm very passionate about it, obviously. So I rant a lot about it. So let me just go back to it. So Florida does it right, okay? Florida has, you know, a far lower infection rate, far lower death rate of COVID than New York does, okay? And I'm, I think Florida might have a, a larger population. I could be wrong, but I think they have a larger population in Florida. Only 11 out of 67 counties have mandates, okay? So that means that a large majority of Florida has no mandates whatsoever. And keep in mind, even some places with the mandates, like Miami, um, Hillsborough, which is Tampa, for those of you who aren't familiar with the counties, um, even those places, they don't enforce them. Like, it's 50-50 enforcement. A restaurant may have you come in for a second with a mask on, but then leave. But then you take it off within a minute. I mean, that I still don't approve of either. But, because that, because it's a direct, it's an order from the county, which I don't approve of. But, um, but the fact of the matter is, though, it's like Florida does it right. So, Florida, for the most part, is free, all right? So, only 11 out of 67 counties have mandates. 
Um, and the psyche in Florida is much different. No one's afraid. No one's scared. You know what's really funny in Florida? In New York, they like to say, eh, but I'm only doing it nice to protect you. Number one, you're not protecting me. The mask does not protect. Study after study until it's blocked shows that there is no, there, it's, there's no difference. I think the word is statistical or scientific difference. I can't remember the word. My wife will know more because she knows the stuff much better than me. Um, but you probably should listen to a podcast. She knows the stuff much better than I do, Dawn Maletti. Um, she's got the science on point. But, I mean, it, it, there's no, it doesn't help anything, okay? It doesn't help anything. And what's even funny is when people sneeze and cough, they, they pull down the mask to do it. It doesn't help anything, all right? So that's not, so the people fool themselves. They, they, they make excuses and they justify the fact that their, their freedoms are being unreasonably restricted for no, for, you know, for no reason, arbitrary and capricious with no scientific basis behind it, with no constitutional basis behind it. You know, everybody likes to talk about Jacobson, but it's not the case. And nobody challenges the courts, like to say judicial deference, like to say, you know, most courts with the exception of say like Erie County or some of the more local courts, most of the courts are just like willy, they're okay with it, okay? They're okay with the lockdowns. They're okay with the mandates. They're okay with the restrictions because um, they just say, "Listen, you know the voters. You know the voters give what they want." But the problem in New York is the voters in New York. You know they're terrified. The media has terrified you. You know the media has. You know for months CNN had the death clock. Right? The media terrifies you. The day the the government lies to you. They outright lie to you. The data, everything. They, it, this is it's an outright lie. I am telling you from firsthand knowledge, from inside of a courtroom, on a de- on deposition, on during discovery, they have not been able to prove anything, anything, and every one of their arguments falls apart. And you know, I can't explain it enough. And this is why the psyche in New York is so terrible. I mean, there's every fact I I can't get, I can't understand it. You know, every day, and I and I never wanted to say this, but every day I think about it, I feel like it's it might really be about the election. You know, and I never wanted to say that. I never I never wanted to believe it because in my mind I said it can't. No one can be so stupid. No politician can be so stupid to think that you know to think that it would be a smart risk. To risk losing your entire voting base and to risk losing generations of voters, you know, to rig an election or whatever the case is, but it, but that might be the case. To me, it's either that or it's their outright desire for control, for government control. That's the only two things that make sense to me. That is the only two things that make sense to me because everything is consistent with control. Um, now that the, I mean, the election is gone, they're still trying. You know, I guess they're still trying to impeach Trump, which last I think last I heard. The second impeachment process failed too, um, so I, I, I have no real opinion on that. I try to stay away from politics. I, I really do. I mean, I, I'm I'm very political, but I try I really try to stay away because, you know, I've always said as a smart attorney, you know, you like bad law as a smart attorney because bad law brings you more business. Every time there's a bad law, a, a smarter attorney will find a way to capitalize off it and make money. So. You know, I don't necessarily think, you know, I don't, I, I try not to get involved in the politics and the bad law, but I mean, something like this is so much in your face, like 24-7, that there's no way around it. Like, there's just no way around it, uh, you know? Well, again, see, I'm, I, I, going back, so going back to Florida doing it right, sorry. 
So the psyche in Florida is also very different. So nobody in Florida is afraid. Nobody in Florida is really afraid of you um, at all. No one cares. No one screams. People still hug and kiss you. People still give you pounds. People still shake your hands. You know, day one in Florida, I was greeted at Publix. Um, the guy was talking to me. He made some comment about smart water. I have a test tomorrow. And, you know, my brain initially converted that into something COVID. I was like, wait, COVID test? Is, is he asking me if I have my papers? Is he tell me not to wear a mask? And, and no, he just wanted to make a joke. And it was very nice. And, you know... I leave Publix and then I went next door to CVS to, um, to Ace Hardware to buy a table. No problem. Guy had it down on his ear, hung it down. You know, he put it on when he came next to me and then I guess he realized I wasn't the type to be nervous. So I put it back down, no problem. You know, then the, then next door, Dollar General, same thing. Very nice. You know, kid was, you know, flamboyant. <laughs> you know, kid was, uh, kid was lived an alternative lifestyle. Very nice and sweet to me, and it was very cool. And we spoke, and you know, everything was fun. And it's just, it's you know, it just was peace. It was peace. It was happy. No one, no was, no one was afraid. You weren't going next to anybody. And the first thing they did was back up six feet. You know, or the first thing they did was no, put the mask on. Like you didn't, you didn't have that. And in New York, you do. You know, and it's, it's, it's a shame. It's, it's sad. It's really sad. It's actually, it's a sad shame because. Everyone in New York, literally everyone, everyone is afraid. There's like 99%, you know, you're afraid of the virus. You know, you're afraid of someone ratting on you. You're afraid of people calling the police on you because this, the city opens up their little hotline for COVID violations, for social distancing violations, you know? And, and people eat each other. I mean, I have stories. I'm hearing stories of local um, business owners, uh, you know, guys that own restaurants, that they were trying to do under the table and trying to be quiet, um, open up the restaurant just for their family and friends and host events, which was how they were getting by because you can't really have, you were, you were shut down for so long. And their own family member called 311 and ratted on them, you know? And that's like really sad. That's really sad because, I mean, this goes really more, more than, look, you know how, you know my mentality. You know, I, it's un to me, it's unconstitutional. I could articulate and make the case. I think the judge needs to step in. I think the judges in New York City just are afraid to challenge uh, the the Emperor Cuomo. I think they, this, you know, they're just afraid to challenge him. Everyone's afraid to challenge him, and I don't understand why. In the outer, in the state, in Erie County, like Nassau County, they're more aggressive. They care less. Staten Italy has max, you know. But I mean, I'm, but the courtrooms, you know. You're not going to go, you know, the county of Richmond for, like, court, right? Like, I mean, they don't even... <laughs> I know I had a case in Richmond County a couple months ago, the, and <laughs> the clerk had no idea. She was like, yeah, we just finally got a computer system in. Oh, that case was paper filed? Yeah, we probably have no record of it anymore. They legitimately had no record of a case that was paper filed in 2018. So, Richmond County is not going to be... Even though I appreciate what Max is doing, Richmond County is not going to be your bastion of freedom right there. You know, so it has to come from Brooklyn and it has to come from New York City and it's just not going to. Um, there's the, the, the psyche of the people is very different. People are just, they're terrified. They like the restrictions. I, I contend that people like, like non-business owners like the restrictions. They like to sit home. They like to get their check. They like to be able to have COVID to lean on. Um, 
it's just something they like to get the special treatment. They don't mind wearing a mask. They don't mind having a 25% um, capacity. They don't mind businesses being regulated, being told to close at 10 o'clock. They don't mind having family restrictions. These people don't mind it because at the end of the day, in exchange, they're getting you know their unemployment checks. They're getting their COVID boost on those checks. I think it's $300. It was 600 at first every week. You know? And then just people don't care. You know, Amazon is saving the day. Amazon is delivering everything to the house. You know, you have everything in your home. You have Netflix. People buy a big television. That's it. You're happy. You watch TV all day. You know, and it's 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 just it's so it's so heartbreaking to me. I, I can't I can't deal. I I I I have watched six out of ten stores on my na- neighborhood on my avenue out of business in April, like from April, from March on, April on. I mean, they just couldn't withstand the pressure anymore. And these businesses are helpless. They're afraid to open up because we have the Department of Health nonsense every day walking in. You know, they're afraid, they're lied to by the Department of Health, told that they're gonna get $10,000, $15,000 fines. You're not gonna get ten dollars to $15,000 fines. The law does not, the, the only time those fines were desired, those fines, that statute, was written to speak to congregations and churches. Regular businesses are not going to have that. It's unconstitutional because one, I mean, the effect, the impact, the disparate impact on the church itself is unconstitutional, and that was already proven in the diocese case that the New York diocese had against the city. But it doesn't matter because Cuomo doesn't give a shit, and people don't care. That's it. No one cares, you know, and like. It's just not, you're not going to get, you know, so no business is going to get a ten dollars or $15,000 fine. You're never going to. And then on top of it, I keep one thing in mind, too. All of that, all, that statute that I refer to all the time is merely a rule for the Department of Health. It's the Department of Health uh, Rule and Regulation, NYCRR 66, 10 NYCRR 66, you know, dot one through dot five, right? And... There's no enforcement mechanism on it. So, all right. So, legally speaking, right? Every time there is some kind of, every time there's some kind of enforcement mechanism, every time some kind of law that puts pain on you, that incarcerates you, or that you know takes your money, takes a fine, everything is spelled out in the everything is spelled out in the statute. Um, your defenses, your procedural requirements, um, what the scope is, who it applies to. Um, what is what's the intended purpose of the statute? The defenses to the statute, if they're located elsewhere in the statute, um, exceptions because every rule has an exception somewhere, and that's it. Like the appeals process, if you don't agree with the verdict, every single punitive statute in this country, in New York, in this country, has that same structure. Even terrible one-sided things like carb. Uh, the California Air Resources Board and the EPA that are just essentially evil tyrants that do whatever they want to do. Even those agencies have exceptions and wiggle rooms for you, right? So there's no way it's not enforceable. And, you know, this is why all these guys, when they challenge these statutes, when Max challenges the, the punt, the, what do you call it? The fines that Jim in Long Island, uh, I can't remember, but that Jim in Long Island, the guy with the really nice beard, not the Jersey guy, not the Jersey guy. He is, that's a boss. That is Attilus. We're not talking about Attilus. I can't remember the one in Long Island. He challenged, got thrown out. They all get thrown out. 
and they get thrown out simply because and the court and what's really funny is the court cites like other kind of like procedural things why they get thrown out or you know all the kind of items well this is a simply one specific instance no they get thrown out because they're statutorily problematic they don't have proper statutory structure and they're totally unenforceable completely unenforceable and you know it, it's really it's really sad that in new york so florida has a right I, I, I keep venting i keep ranting florida has a right because florida look they don't they don't impose on other people okay you if you want to wear a mask in florida you wear a mask if you feel if you genuinely feel that it's helping yourself or helping others wear it it's a free country there's no problem do whatever you want to do you're not hurting anyone do what you want to do it's a free country and in florida they get it they at least at least in you know other than those 11 of 67 counties, they get it in Florida, okay? And even in the 11 counties, they, they, every, there's a lot of it, like, people don't enforce it. They're not calling you on, um, you know, they're not calling you on, what do you call it? They're not calling the Department of Health on you in Florida, you know? So, I mean, it's it's a very different world. It's, it's just a very different thing. No one's, like, up your ass about it. No one's anal about it, you know? And, but that's really how it needs to be. I mean, and look, the, look, the numbers speak for itself in Florida. Like, the numbers speak for itself. Like, the infection rate is far lower than New York. The death rate is far lower than New York. And keep in mind, New York inflates their numbers, okay? It's New York completely lies and inflates their numbers. They've been found routinely. They have been found inflating numbers. I save every article I get that says this because Google erases it, you know? Um, Google takes away the links, they address Google blocks people, they, they, they slow bandwidth, they did it to Ron Paul, they did it to a couple of those um, N- NHCI, I don't know, I can't remember, the, the National Health Institute, NHIS, something, they did it to a couple of those links, I mean, Google, like, it's, it's a real big, t- it, it's scary, it's really scary because you see just how much, how well they manipulate your mind, how well they control your mind, you know? I mean, that New York Times article was weird, right? Like, I mean, they even spoke about, like, a ministry of truth. And it's such a shame that it got to this. I mean, this country is not this country. This country, New York, is just not it anymore. It's just not. I don't grow, I don't live in the same country that I've lived in the past. I don't, I don't have, I don't enjoy it anymore. Like, this is really bad. And, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just I'm just not happy like in New York, you know, and but more so I'm, I'm I I feel worse for my country. I actually I feel worse for my country. I feel terrible because it's it's just there's no logic behind anything that we do. You you put, there are so many problems. I I did for um so in one of the cases I worked on that was part of I don't want to disclose too much, right? Because, you know, confidentiality in your clients and you could probably right away know who I'm talking about. But, so I, I can't disclose too much, but I, I, one of my clients, well, friends who, you know, wound up going with another firm, but, you know, we're still close, had asked me one time for, to do a, um, a study because he couldn't afford his attorney. Um, he couldn't afford his attorney rate. So he asked me if I could help him and give them, prepare like an affidavit, prepare something for um, uh, like an exhibit for like the damage that was caused, the ancillary damage that was caused by the shutdowns and the mandates and everything like this. And I mean like, it was, it was 
catastrophic. I, I, I mean, I was mind blown when I looked at those numbers. I saw like a 20, 30% increase in like uh, domestic violence. I saw a 40% increase, I think, in, um, in suicide. I saw another, you know, 30, 40% increases in, you know, alcoholism and stuff. I mean, it was really sad. Obesity went up something like 26, 27%. And, you know, obesity is probably the biggest contributor um, to why you are so unhealthy. You know, I mean, the, the, the typical American model, and my wife pointed it out, is just simply to, you know, eat and live like shit, but it's okay, we'll be over-medicated. And that's like the typical, and that's like the American model. And I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not like anti, uh, oh, wait, I'm coming into a hard stop here. I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not anti-drug. I'm nothing like that. I'm just, um, I'm, you know, I'm just like, it's, damn. All right. Well, this podcast is running pretty long. I'm about to lose my, um, I'm about to lose. I'm going to go ahead and pause this, take a look at the instructions, and then I'm going to come back. So where we left off was, we left off at um, problems, the ancillary problems with what's going on in New York, and we will come back. But I'm going to pause this right now. I'm going to stop this and then do a part two, and then I'll combine them together. So be right back. Okay, and here we are in part two. Um, so that little short little um, little uh, breaking point was because it was a left and a right, you know. And I notoriously, 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 when it comes to a 50-50 decision, I always take the wrong side. I just wanted to make sure because I'm way too. I've been driving way too long to be making these last-minute mistakes like this. So I just wanted to make sure. So I am back on 95 North. I did not fall into that 495 East, and I'm happy. Okay, so where were we? So, um, yeah, so there was a lot. So when I did my research, there was a lot of problems with the restrictions, right? So the restrictions had like a, I mean, it was more than just businesses, um, you know, it was more It was more than people just being out of business. Rather, it was a whole slew of, uh, you know, problematic issues that came out from the restrictions. I mean, people, you know, being home all day, the incidents of domestic violence increased. Um, not seeing your friends, being isolated, you know, incidents of suicide increased tremendously, alcoholism, drug use, um, you know, divorce rates are going up. I mean, the homicides in New York have been on a whole nother level. I mean, honestly, you know, another, another couple, you know, there are a lot of things people don't realize that also occur with the mandates. One, New York is not catching criminals anymore. They're just not. Criminals now have masks on. They're completely covered in their face. There is no facial recognition anymore. So how many homicides are going unfounded right now? How many homicides are going on where no one can find who's, who the killer is? Or there are no leads because everybody's masked up and confused. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, you do realize that was, like, against the law quite some time to go into a bank with a mask on, to go into, you know... To go 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 into a bank with a face covering, to go into a building, a, a government building with a face covering, that was against the law. And suddenly now it's smart. Suddenly now it's science, right? So that was a huge. That's a huge problem. Number one. Um, number two. What if? You, let's say I'm not. But what if you're a big environmentalist? What if you're a big green movement person, right? What if you're like, you know, the environment is getting destroyed. You know how much plastic gets into the air. How much plastic gets into the environment? from the um, manufacturing of these masks of, that, are just, that are just literally thrown on the floor endlessly all the time. As soon as people get out of the store, bam, they throw it on the floor, right? <clears throat> and 
I mean, it's tremendous. I have a folder on my cell phone where I just, I, I started, it was like Mask of the New Straws, and I just basically would take pictures. I mean, I had like 60 pictures in two days. Um, that's just how it is. I mean, people people don't, you know, people are people there for convenience. People want it easy. It's very easy to just take the mask off that the, you know, the earpiece already cracks off immediately, it snaps, and just throw it in the garbage bag. It's very easy for people to do. So, it's not like, it's not difficult for people. So that's, these are, these are like real issues. Um, these, these are like problems. And, and if, you, you know, if you're into the environment, you want to save the environment, you know how much damage that does? How much, you know how much, what are you going to do with the waste product, right? What are you going to, you can't, it's going to be out to recycle it. Um, what are you going to do with it? You're just going to put it in landfills? I mean, I don't know, right? And again, I'm not a big environmentalist, but these are other challenges that you have to consider. Um, companies completely retooling that used to be very big on manufacturing one particular item are now just, you know, retooling to manufacture PPE like mask and stuff and they're not producing what they usually typically produce which causes all kinds of supply chain disruptions you know six foot requirements for distancing means less people in a warehouse it means less people on an assembly line it means less people at um, McDonald's it means less people at your fast food it means less jobs you know so I mean there are uh, and those, there are ton, tons of problems that have to do with these mandates and <clears throat> and just everybody ignores them it's really it's a shame everybody ignores them and you know for those of you that I, I, I just cannot get over for those of you who say you do it for the greater good because you're not selfish and you don't want to get others that is not that is not right okay first of all that's incorrect you, you I've said this already a hundred times the data is out there masks are not protecting from COVID, okay? You're not protecting others. Distancing is likely the best thing to protect others, um, to keep them from getting infected, but masks are not protecting them, okay? The vaccine is not preventing transmission. It's not pre The vaccine is not protecting others. The vaccine gives you antibodies, which would have been the case had you been exposed to it originally in the beginning, okay? Um, I, I don't Admittedly, I don't know the science, how much it works, but that's how I understand that. I heard some other um, story from somebody the other day that what it actually does is it doesn't really build antibodies, but it gives you some other ingredient that your body converts. I don't know. I'm not getting into the debate on how it actually works, but in your life, every vaccine has always worked the same way. You get a little bit, it gives you, ant you get your antigens built up, and that's how you do it. That's how I understand this vaccine. That's how I read Pfizer's white paper, white letter that they wrote for the FDA. Um, and that's to me, you know, that that's how I don't I don't the other things. I'm not a scientist. I'm not talking about it. But that's how vaccines work. And it says that's exactly how it works in the Pfizer letter. <clears throat> Both Pfizer letter was interesting. It, it doesn't protect against transmission. It protects the person, just like if you were to be exposed by somebody with COVID, and you build your antibodies and you go. Now, the story is, well, what about old people, right? Should old people get it? Okay, but it's but that's their choice. It shouldn't be mandated for everyone. You shouldn't require kids to have to get it. You shouldn't require kids have to be vaccinated. You shouldn't have to require people that don't want to get it, conscientious, object, conscientious objectors, people that don't believe in getting the vaccine, people that don't believe in the shots, religious subject, people that oppose it from a religious perspective. There, I mean, you there should be no mandates and employers need to stop being stupid 
and requiring these things. I'm, I'm hearing stories of employers like, you know, we're going to start implementing forced like vaccine policies. You do realize you could get sued. Like, you do realize it's like, like the EEOC was very clear in their letter that you'll get sued. I'm ranting again. Point, I got to get back to the main point. The main point is in Florida. I don't, I don't want to rant that because I've ranted on enough already. Like, like if you, if I haven't laid out my case yet for you and it doesn't, tell and it doesn't convey the message to you and if all my writings have not conveyed the message and if you still believe that the government is correct and accurate then I cannot help then I cannot convince you and I'm done convincing you because you will always be the problem you will forever the, the endless credulity given to the government is going to be the problem just saying that this, this appeal to authority that they're an authoritative body and they're right, that is wrong. And the fact that you, if that's where your position is, then I cannot help you. If you do not recognize the problems, if you do not recognize the line, if you do not recognize how Cuomo changes executive orders, by the way, which I've discovered months ago, that's one of the reasons why I started saving them every time I get them, I start printing them. Because he literally, they, his administration, his agency literally goes back into the original executive order and adds more material in there. And New York is, as far as I know, New York is the only state that has a purely electronic format executive order. Jersey has it typed out and written. They have electronic, but they also have it typed out and written. It's basically a PDF that's scanned in Jersey. Every, Florida, it's a PDF that's scanned in Florida. Even California, even the liberal friggin' worst state in this country, California, has a paper executive order. Cuomo does not. There is no paper executive order, and he just, and they do, and he modifies it as he deems fit. His team does it as he deems fit. Now, this was the case back in April. I remember it clearly. That's why I started saving them now, dating them, because they're always, he is constantly rewriting history, constantly rewriting what has happened in the past. Because just like in 1984, he who controls the past will control the future. He who controls the past controls the present. He who controls the present controls the future. He who controls the future controls all. And this is exactly the situation. Um, so, again, Florida does it right. No one presses you in Florida. No one yells at you. No one jumps back immediately when they see you. No one uh, does that, you know, Bobby Weave six feet as soon as they come next to you. No one does that in Florida. Everybody lives their life peacefully want to wear it, you wear it. If you don't want to wear it, wear it. You don't want to wear it. No one fights you down there. Everybody treats you with respect and dignity. Everyone respects your freedom. Everyone respects your integrity. I was on an elevator. Two people in particular were so happy that I was not like one of the crazy people, like one of the Karens. <clears throat> Two people in particular. One lady on an elevator. So I've taken the elevator down and um, I was supposed to go to the first floor from the seventh floor. I got at the third floor, and then I went to go walk out. I was like, oh, wait, this is the third floor. Oh, no, no, no. This is way too far to be just, you know, taking taking, you know, taking the cliff down to the bottom, taking the side. That's a long jump. So I was like, all right, get back in the elevator. Lady, so two ladies, two old, elderly ladies with their mask on. Come, it, it, do you mind if we come in with you? And I'm like, come, do I mind? Come on. Come in. What's the matter with you? Of course I want you in here. So I, uh, you know... <clears throat> Sorry, whatever. Come on, don't worry about it. Come on, give me, come on, give me all the COVID. It's okay. I'm 37, I'm 37, 38 years old, 37. Actually, said my right age. I'm 37 years old. 
I, go ahead. I'm invincible. Nothing. If I get COVID, it will need to be quarantined from this body for 14 days. Don't you worry about it. And, like, the ladies were so happy that, like, they didn't get, like, you know, stared at weird. They didn't get, like, that it wasn't a problem, you know. And it, gen- it, it generally isn't a problem in Florida, but it's... but. The funny thing is, in Florida, I actually believe people when they say they're doing it to not, you know, for the risk of infecting others. I actually believe you in Florida. In Florida, I believe you. In New York, I don't. Because in New York, you're so... In New York is different. Where I was in Florida, you know, you, know, you, have, a, you have an elderly population. Um, they're not on the computer, like, they're not computer savvy where they're looking at the data, where they're looking at the research. The... Um, news media down there, you know, you don't have COVID all day on the local news media. You know, you have other other interesting things that are going on. You know, you got the red light over there that I always talk about on the last video. You have um, events going on in the neighborhood. You apparently have a huge Taco Tuesday culture down there. Um, like, no one's talking about it on the local news. So people, these people aren't like whatever. They, they're not like, they don't know they don't, they're not told every day how dangerous and deadly and they're gonna die. These are old people. And they just they okay. They put a mask on. They see how it feels, and you know they they little conscious about it. And that's it. And that's how it should be. I mean, that's exactly how it should be. <clears throat> you know, look if you feel discomfort, <clears throat> if you feel you're safer with it, then wear it. It's a free country. But don't impress. Don't you know impress your values on others. Don't like. Don't force down on others. Like from and, and make them an inconvenient and then snub them and shame them like happens in New York like it happens in New York get shamed and then on top of that the city improperly threatens you every single day it's it's a real shame and far again Florida does it right they do it right no restrictions no mandates you can open and enjoy your business freely you can do whatever you want to do the businesses offer services for you they'll take your temperature um businesses have implemented better cleaning but they've done so willingly they've put it in their budget and they're not so for it the big difference is New York yeah you have to implement all this cleaning every hour oh but you can only have 25% of your capacity well that's not good because where's that money going to come from are you just supposed to lose are you just supposed to lose money are you just supposed to lose your business why can't you open up why can't you put that you know hire an additional employee or maybe get one of your current employees and give them two extra hours to just clean up the area every now and then like why can't you do that and it's it's really it's really a shame new york you do it all wrong and you know not i used to at first i was hopeful that people would stand up and do something but you don't and and you know we have good court cases but people don't no one cares no they people the, the problem is that there are not enough business owners in New York a majority a large majority are employees that work for someone there is not there are not enough business people in New York with skin in the game with ownership with anything there are not enough people in New York City that would actually be impacted by anything and that's the problem the biggest part you know they always say when I was a kid and it's probably still holds true now I'm sure but the fastest way to get somebody to the fastest way to get somebody conservative, to get somebody libertarian, to get somebody anti-government, the fastest way to do that is to let them own a piece of property or own a business. Because once you are responsible, once you are directly responsible for your family's um, health, for your family's survival, and you don't rely on employers, once you are directly responsible pulling in that own money, you appreciate the freedom you have to drive that business. You appreciate 
the low taxes, you appreciate the, ta the tax breaks to keep more of your property, you appreciate all of this and you don't have this when you are not owning your own business. You do not have this when you work in a union. You do not have this when you work for somebody. And that is key. That is absolutely key. What is happening in New York is private business owners, private property ownership, private property is under siege right now. There are businesses are crushed. Six out of 10 businesses in my neighborhood particularly are out of business. There are so many stores that say for rent and have not been rented. And they, what has happened, you have lost your ability to work. You have lost your ability to earn. You have lost your ability to control your movements and where you go to, for your capacity to earn. And you are now off the government's team. And that's it. And that's just what New York wants to do. And everyone says, well, why does New York want to do this? In my opinion, it's because of power. They want to solidify their power forever. Guys like to use the word socialism. Guys say, guys say the word communism. I don't care what ism you use, okay? It doesn't matter to me. I don't care what ism you use. Communism, socialism, I don't know, communalism, whatever it is. I don't care what you use. The fact that totalitarianism... The fact of the matter is, you have a governing body that is not a facilitating a free market, that is in fact making the market worse, restricting the market, restricting your right to earn, restricting your right to live your life. You have a, you have a, a, a government body that is destroying everything you have built in your life from day one. And it is absolutely sad. It is absolutely sad. And to see it being accepted in New York City, breaks my heart. I remember a time in my life when the, um, I remember a time in my life when the mobs is on the avenue. I never forget when, it was the early 90s, they um, banned fireworks, I guess like the last kid got his finger blown up on like an M80 or something. I don't know, and they outright banned fireworks. Fireworks became illegal. The local mobsters delivered a very direct message to the state government at that point in time. Thank you very much. On 4th of July, it was literally World War Three in front of my house on the avenue. I mean, it was literally World War Three, And I'm mind blown that at this point in our lives, we are so complacent and so willing to give up our freedoms and that mentality that, that born, that, you know, born free, that, that live free and die, what is it, born, born free and die born something died free someone remind me and send me a text message <laughs> but I mean that that mentality is gone in New York it's completely gone and it's there in Florida and it's very strong and prevalent in Florida and I hope to go I will be going to Florida more more often um, I will be going often now I don't see me if I'm not buying property in Florida um, I see me just traveling down more often and I really want to I, I don't care. Like, I enjoy it. I was able to set up shop. I was happy. I had my laptops. I had my um, I had my little folding table set up. I was able to do all my work. I, well, I couldn't do all my work, but I was able to maintain and not begin any new projects while I was down in Florida. And I'd like to do that a little more often. Um, I really enjoy it. I really enjoyed my time there. Um, I got to spend time with my wife that I wouldn't have spent otherwise. I mean, well, this was a legitimate vacation, but as a business owner... You don't really have a vacation. You have to keep working. So I basically just work until 2 o'clock every day. I try my best to get done earlier. Um, I got up, you know, exceptionally early 
in the morning to work, so I was getting up every day at 5 o'clock. It takes me a little while to wake up, so I put water on my face. By about 5.15, 5.20, I was working every day, 5.30 the latest. And, you know, I was just going, I was just moving on from there, you know. And I was just handling everything in the morning before 2, and then by 2 o'clock, I took a few hours. I hung out with my wife. We hung out with family. While there was, like, usually, like, an hour in between where she's getting changed, when we went back, I just checked up my emails, set them up for the evening. And then I came in the evening, and I did whatever I could do. Um, left and I try to finish it off but you know again like I just it's 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 just a better life and I'm sad to see what happened in New York and that's the point of this I want to just draw you know one thing I've learned in Florida will New York ever get back to normal I don't think so I think that the I think that the big government stronghold in New York is very powerful I think that nobody has any interest in reducing government power at any point in time and you know I, I just it's it's really sad it's just really sad so I don't know what to t- tell you um, if you have a problem with the government if you have a problem with the city if you get a fine I'm more than happy to help I will give reduced rates if you're a small business don't worry um, I you know I don't know what more to do but to throw myself out there and help and assist and if you have problems agencies are pressing you, you know, please call me, I, you know, again, I will take, I will take a much, a far reduced rate for it, I won't do free, because I don't, I can't, I just physically, I just can't work for free, obviously, I gotta pay bills, but at the end of the day, I, I can't have my city look like this anymore, I just can't, I'm better equipped now, I have, you know, a team, I have more networking, have more tools, and I'm just better, I'm better tools for it than I've ever been in my life, and, you know, I just want you all to know that, for those of you that clamor and miss a New York, what it was originally, um, I feel you, I pray to God that people in New York actually wake up one day, I don't think they ever will, but I pray that somebody in office, we elect somebody in office that can actually that will do the right thing, that will preserve our fundamental rights and freedoms, our fundamental, you know, listen, you're guaranteed four things, you, you have this four freedoms in life that everybody should understand, you have the freedom to try, the freedom to buy, the freedom to win, the freedom to lose, that's what needs to be preserved, um, and that's all there is to it, and I, this, these, let this podcast has been delivered with minimal cursing, and minimal frustration, and minimal aggressiveness, because at this point, I am I am mind blown. I've seen a better life. I've been down in Florida. I've seen a better life. South Carolina is a better life. People, either change New York, either change your mentality and fix this before it's too late, which I already think is too late, but either fix this or get out of there. Get out of there quick. It's not good. It's terrible to me. So please, 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 please um, just, you know, be healthy safe, use better judgment, but at the same time, don't be afraid to oppose the tyranny, do not participate in this, by participating, by appeasing, by relentlessly, by give, by, by turning your brain off and just following whatever they say, the federal government, and by sitting there and just only looking for your safety cause so much more detriment to yourself and to your society in the future um, that it's I mean 
it's really, really, really bad, and it, it will get worse. It's been getting progressively worse every single day, and it will get worse in the future because we're laying some pretty bad framework. So on that note, it was all of yours in love, lifts, and law. Have a beautiful day. We'll be back in Brooklyn shortly. I got like two more hours, I think, of driving. I will upload this. You can listen to it, share it with your friends. Um, come to my shop. There's shirts. There's going to be training modules and programs. We're going to do a whole lot of stuff. So, I, you know, I'm really excited. So, I think when I get back, I'm going to really be excited. Probably going to have a flagship outside of the Florida, too. And, I don't know, at some point, we're doing some cool stuff. So, have a great day, everybody. For those of you celebrating Valentine's Day, may your Valentine's Day be healthy and full and happy. And keep in mind, pro tip, don't worry, all junk food, wine, liquor, and chocolates that are eaten on Valentine's Day are calorie-free. Trust me, I'm a lawyer. Would a lawyer ever lock? Yeah, scratch that. Scratch that. Be safe, everyone.